Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. They make coffee brewers. Ever heard of them? If you haven't, you should. They're an awesome family-owned company. They're here in California. They power their facility with solar power, which I hear that's like a new hot thing that progressive people do. The best thing about Curtis, in my humble opinion, is the turnaround time on the brewers. They have a 24-hour turnaround. It's phenomenal. If you've ever ordered a brewer for a wholesale client from someone else and waited and waited and waited for it to come in, you know how frustrating that is. So being able to get the brewer next day like that is absolutely amazing. Shout out to you, Wilbur Curtis. Their customer service is phenomenal and they just care. They care about you. They care about me and I care about them. And that's why Cat Cloud Podcast is brought to you by Wilbur Curtis. On with the show. Unofficially sponsored by Nationwide. It's on your side. Nationwide is on your side. Uh, okay, we're watching a video from the Wall Street Journal. Here it is. They don't realize that we're going to be tasting coffee a little different than they might they have. They don't realize it's different. Oh, smell the coffee. Mm, for years, connoisseurs have been pursuing the perfect cup of joe. Experts recently offered a cupping lab at Counterculture Coffee in New York City to evaluate the aroma and flavor, both in bold type. Skim the crust. My role here at Counterculture is Who's this guy? teach people how to make coffee. Teach people how to make so coffee. I gotta tell you, man, it looks like you're cupping. Learning to taste coffee. Oh, learning to taste coffee. So here's the deal. This guy's breaking <laughs> down that in order to taste coffee, you have to drink it out of these bowls. And we all, and if you haven't seen a cupping, it basically looks like this. Everybody puts the same amount of coffee in the same bowl, and then they pour hot water over it, mm. and then they let it brew, which is the same thing as a pour over, but it's more like a French press, and it sits in there. They ha- it's like cowboy well, it's like coffee. A, they like used a pour to under. It. Yeah, it's a pour under. So you got, you know, it's like cowboy coffee. It sits there for like four minutes, and then this little crust forms at the top. That crust is coffee that floated to the top during the brewing process. And then they uh, smell it. They smell it dry. They smell it at that point, And then they scoop it off. And then they start tasting. <laughs> and that's Cupping 101 as brought to you by Jared Truby. Yeah. So that took less than a minute and 34 seconds. This guy's still talking about the whole process. But you don't need to know. You like do some stuff with a spoon. You mix. You blah, it's all blah, important. blah. It's very important. He's speculating right now. Okay, I tried to put Speculous. on this video to like watch and learn something, but essentially it's just a video it's old. picture. It's Isn't it old? No, it's from December 19th, 2017. Oh, I thought you said I mean, 2007. It's from, <laughs> it's from a year ago. Wink, wink. Yeah. Get it, guys? It's so last Oh, this year. is new. Yeah. Those are people oh. from counterculture enjoying, and that's a, oh, that grandma gets it. Yeah. Beautiful. <sighs> I really, oh, thanks, Rob. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. It's right. a place you don't want to be if you've never been there. Welcome to the rock. To the rock <laughs> cast. We were I, actually looking up the Wall Street Journal telling us about coffee. Yeah. Apparently, the pour over's dead. And we're like, yeah, we fucking told you a long time ago. A while back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Everybody. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Wall Street Journal. You're welcome, I guess, Wall Street wel- Journal for the welcome. story. Thanks for the reach out. Um, We're not bummed at all. Yeah. It says, like, the baristas say batch brewing machines have their perks. And it was a nice pun. It was a nice pun because the central perk is the one of my favorite perk. coffee shops to watch TV out of. I wish I had the article here. I wonder if they're talking about taking those machines and 
replacing like replacing the pour over with automated pour over machines. They are essentially. Yeah, and then and there's the really argument. So like, you know, Blue Bottle's arguing that it's not the best way and that pour over still awesome and somebody else was arguing it too. Blue but Bottle Freeman, likes the pour over still. Phil's obviously likes oh, the pour yeah, over. Yeah, and Phil's was obviously cuz they don't have espresso and so when the Wall they Street are Journal the pour over. puts the Yeah, exactly. They also <laughs> don't have batch brewed coffee, so in the Wall Street Journal's all, "Hey, pour overs are dead." Phil's is all, "Uh-oh. That's a big market." Yeah. They're like, "You know what?" Uh, this cardamom vanilla pod uh, pour over is actually telling me otherwise. Let's put something else in there. You know, they probably had to start adding some other ingredients to really take it to the next next. Have you ever been to Santa Cruz coffee roasting pour over bar? I've looked at it. I got a pour over there and it's pretty, it's pretty funny and I'm not throwing shade. Like I'll go there to do work and there's a couple people that are in Good people. involved on our social feed from the place. It's pretty tight. <laughs> kind of like one of the first pour over bars around. But you go in and they start to make your pour over at the pour over bar and then they call your name out when it's done and you go just grab it from the pour over bar. Right. Like it's still dripping through and stuff and you're like taking it. It's done now. It's mine. Yeah. It's done. I feel like I've seen people who are, well, none the wiser who get their coffee taken by somebody else who's just ready and they're like, yes, And then you got to call fucking Liam Neeson. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey. I have a specific My coffee was set taken. of skills. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. There's no chance. And I will pour this hot coffee on your face. <laughs> face melter. We just had a heavy meeting. Heavy meeting. Heavy meeting. 2018. We talked about it in the last podcast. Happy New Year, by the way, uh, again. <laughs> but we 2018 shaping up to be quite the barn burner. A lot of things to do. Let me ask you one big question. Okay. What are you going to do this year? It's a big question, right? You can't really answer that question, except if you have a business, you have to answer that question. Where's your energy going to go? Where are you going to devote resources? Where are you going to put time? Where are you going to put money? Where's the money going to come Where's from? Where's the money going to come from? Because to get ahead of the curve, you have to be ahead of the curve. Do you see what I'm saying? That's like a get- boomerang statement. Yeah, it's a boomerang. Let me- Speaking of Boomerang, you talked about that. I uh, speak about ap- application. Yeah, Boomerang. Send yourself an email in the future. You can send yourself an email in the future. You can send yourself emails back to yourself. McFly, dude. You know, if you're like fucking pissed, which you should never write an email angry or you should never send an email angry. Yeah, you can't send an email. Yeah. And for that reason, when I type intense emails, instead of replying to the group or replying to the person, I'll open up a new window and start to type that email so that I don't, for whatever reason, accidentally send it half done or half angry mm-hmm. because that would just mortify me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can program Boomerang to send them back to yourself so you can get the experience of opening that up, reading it. What does it feel like? How does this email make me feel? Maybe I should actually change a couple things for right. those really intense emails. And sit on it for maybe a little bit. You know? Sit on it just for a little bit. Sit on it. Just, yeah. It's not a, it's not going to break you. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Totally. I mean, goals for this year, we got a lot of them. We talked about them, but the big, I mean, the, the biggest challenge about being a small business right now, or the one that comes around when you're evaluating these goals is that in order to scale up business, you have to scale up your human power. 
Mm-hmm. So there's some things that in order to maximize, you need to add time and energy and bodies to. Right. But you're already behind the curve because you make, for the most part, a fixed amount of money. Right. You're and growing like, slowish. You're growing slowish, and we're growing probably faster than most in our in our little like genre. Right. But it's still, it's not like we have like money sitting around. No. There's yeah. no money sitting around. So if you're talking about adding even two shifts a week to do something that you didn't do last year, it's a lot of money. Right. And it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. So you have to, you have to start weighing like how much are we going to get in return based on the projects that we're trying to do with this extra money we're about to spend. And we just don't have a banana stand to kick into. We yet. don't have a banana stand. If anybody has extra banana stands, they want to give us for free that <laughs> and we will pay you back over a seven to 10 year plan. Now we actually don't need that, but it's just one of those things we have to be pretty strategic and it's not, we actually, we do a pretty good job. We don't get too heated about it, which is fun, but well, it's a good, it's a good conversation. We all, yeah. It's a, all it's a conversation thing. that you have to have and it's challenging to have those conversations because you're like, Hey man, I think you're wrong or like, Hey mm. dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's just part of, it's not out of hate or spite or anything. It's just, you have to have that open communication or like if you want to do something and then I think it's a bad idea, but right. I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I'm like, yeah, 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 cool. That's a good idea. And then it fails miserably. Or yeah, then it fails miserably. And then part of that's my fault for being like, hey, that was a bad idea. Or maybe you just end up going down the line and then I'm like resenting you for what you're right. doing and that builds attention. And I'm like, I wish Jared wouldn't fucking do that. And it's like, well, he asked you and you said it was fine. And all of a sudden, we're all just wearing uh, capri joggers. And then it's, so. yeah, everything's fucked. <laughs> the world is on an end. We're wearing cargo joggers from Abercrombie and Fitch as our uh, employee, uh, you know, what do we, costume, outfit, design. Yeah, the top employee of the year this year at Cat and Cloud gets a $10 gift card to H&M. Sick. That's one so tank for sure. You could get a tank. Maybe a sock. You could shred it yourself. Nice, dude. You could dress yourself up like Jer in white jean shorts. I've never glittery yeah, gold dude. tank top. Yeah, dude. That's a straight jersey shore. I could be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You should do that, everybody. I'd be down. That's where you can get the yeah, the just I mean, super if you're white bang for your buck. Yeah. You could spray paint the shirt with glitter yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's six bucks. Well, actually, the glitter spray paint's like eight bucks. Yeah, it's the most expensive. So it's thing. like yeah, the paint's more than the shorts. Totally. You can but have glittery shorts. You can use the paint for everything. <laughs> That's true. Sunglasses. Oh, we did do that. Mug. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't use a lot of glitter paint, but I'm sure I could find a use. <laughs> I am creative. <laughs> I got these new shoes. Yeah, there They're you go. Limited a dish. We could sell those things on the net. I don't know what to do with them. Don't wash them. Maybe get Brittany a can of paint because she resells on eBay. My wife is reselling on eBay. So she could be like, gold chair. (laughs) Sprinkles. Discount. I found this gold chair. Seasonal gold chair. That's the way we're going to pay down our our debt in 2018. We're going to be debt free. We're counting on Britney. Thanks to her electronic bay. Hey, bay, bay. Hey, bay. So it's stressful to have those conversations. It's more stressful to not have those conversations. I already feel better. Yeah. Because I feel like my energy gets pulled in all these different ways. Because there's all these potential ways you could spend your time and energy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff you can do for the business. So it's nice to know what the focuses are or start pre-gaming that so you know where you want to spend the bulk of your time. Right. So we have a meeting after this. And I'll probably put all those things. I like using the pie chart. 
like a free pie chart generator and be like, okay, like wholesale support. Right. And then how many hours a week is that? And then look at that on the pie chart and then just look and see if that looks right. Mm. Like, does that look right? Like that pie slice representing like the, that section of the, my overall time. I think the pie chart helps me like visualize things. Yeah. yeah I'm a visual learner too. And yeah, I don't know. The last couple of weeks have been a little strange for me. Mine, I've been pretty excited, but that's because our team is on like the best level I think I've ever seen it. So yeah, I'm, I'm amping, and then the holidays are always fun, and everybody's got great energy. So I'm coming off a high in that way, and then I see the 2018 goals. I wrote only like 45 with a bunch of sub sub uh, categories, so it's no big deal. Just a lot of goals for 2018. Yeah, I got a page. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's all the stuff we're gonna try to do, or I'm gonna try to do, is gonna happen. And when it does, our company will be like. 200% better than it was in its first year. So I, I get kind of excited about that. I see that it's doable and I see we have the physical resources. So the stress comes from like rewarding those physical resources, physical, rewarding the people. Physical. I'm going to give you <laughs> a physical reward. <laughs> Essentially finding ways to compensate, How reward, you be? keep the balance legit with our people as we essentially have them work really, really hard to start something. And, and the good news is for the first time ever, I think all the people we have are willing and they're not going to be like, it's not worth it. And I'm really pumped on that. Yeah. I feel super confident. Yeah. In I have no, yeah, no qualms or I don't know, hesitations that our crew is going to take us to whatever success looks like for this year. Jared sees something out of the corner of his eye. Your clock's an hour fast. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, where is on it? Your, on your, oh, the, this is 1155. The I was like, am I tripping? No, that's the one clock in the house that we never change. Yeah, dude. It's cool. It just yeah. really terrified me because I'm supposed to meet Brittany at noon. I was like, oh, no. no I'm go. very late. We're going to have to do this later. Yeah, the team is the team's ready to rip. Yeah. And I, yeah, my stress was not from that at all. My no. stress was just from my projects and figuring out how to prioritize them. Mm-hmm. Because there's some things, even though I don't work directly with retail, there's a huge opportunity in retail to maximize some of the stuff and like, like your shopping power like yeah yeah we're gonna food max this thing because why would you not and it, it's about maximizing that dollar amount but also maximizing like the the shopping experience oh no doubt you know I what i mean a good one like the way stores feel is super important yeah most people we've realized don't want to have to ask questions verbally if they can avoid it yeah we want to make it easy for them which, which we is a know intuitively because you go into a place and you don't want to like how much is this sweatshirt yeah you feel like you're yeah inconveniencing somebody and as, as awesome as our team is nobody still wants to inconvenience us so yeah how many ways can you make a shopping experience easy and self-guided in your store that is something that is on the long list for this year for me but it's unfortunately falling a lot on you i have a lot of ideas but your your department yeah and it's not even unfortunate it's just that that's where my head was at i was like okay what is my time commitment to these things or whatever and i know they're big movers and it's funny because it seems like oh okay cool like you put some prices on things well yeah you have to design those things because the best stores have like this continuity within them yeah so we might have multiple pieces like the tags that go out at Portola might be different than the tags that go out at Abbott Square. Totally. You know what I mean? Like how cool no would doubt. it be if you had a hang tag that was at Portola, which is by the beach, and you flip it over and there's like a silhouette of the hook there. Right. Because we're on Pleasure Point and you, you see that. A and noticeable that icon. Yeah, a noticeable icon. And you go downtown and there's like the, the Del Mar, the theater, or like, you know, the silhouette of like the clock tower or it's something. The clock tower. Whatever, yeah. It's the clock tower, Chris. It's the We've clock got tower. It. It's I, the parking garage. I was going to say... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the San Lorenzo. There's a DeLorean actually. on the back. Yeah. Actually, you know what it should be? It should be the San Lorenzo. It should be the boardwalk. It should be the boardwalk. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, the yeah. boardwalk. For yeah. sure. The walk. Yeah, the giant dipper with the thing. Yeah, yeah totally. For sure. Like, that's cool. And then our bags. We're looking at tweaking the bags. Making it more bit. readable. Yeah, making it easier for people to get the coffee that they want. More discernible, for sure. That would be huge because everybody knows our bags all look the same and then the words are different, but the words kind of look the same because they're the same font. I'm lost. We learned. Yeah, and I'm lost in the bag world too because everybody's bags, there there was a period of time where everybody's bags were really basic, like based off of craft with a sticker. And now everyone's bags are like insanely busy. And to me, they just all look the same again, even though they're all different bags. Yeah, it's just different colors of busy. It's just different colors of busy. It's like, oh, that's a crazy geometric design. And it's like got a thousand fucking things going on. And it's not that I don't like them. No, it's pretty. They look pretty, but they all start to morph into the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, that's whatever. feel like... You and I will be on the same page, and I don't want to disclose too much, but when our bags come out, people are going to be like, what the hell? And it'll be awesome. It'll yeah. be exactly what we want to do. And it's not going to look like the other bag. No, it won't like look like whatever the other bag, bag at we're all. talking about. But I think one of my favorite things, people are going to be like, I think they're just going to be like, I hope Damn. people make fun of our bags. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't wait for They're going to be like, what are they thinking? And I'll be like, yeah, they're like, those guys aren't cool at all. I'm like, <laughs> see aren't who, we? See who you're copying in five years, assholes. <laughs> the circle. Tough guys over here. You couple tough guys. <laughs> That's me posturing. I'm gonna you do see a how big my chest is sticking out. Yeah. Speaking of, that was, that was where I was going. I'm gonna do. I have two months to get a 135 pound snatch. Oh, you'll get it. That's heavy though, but I'll get it. You'll get it. Two months for sure. My max, I think, right now is 120. So I have 15 more pounds. I probably will because technique alone, I'll be able to add at least another 10 probably right now. Technique, if I did it right. and then you're doing the whole 30. But if you just up obviously the calories, you know what I mean? Yeah, just like eat more. Totally. It, that costs a lot it of money, helps. but it will. Yeah, that's true. We're on a strict budget. Yeah, that's true. You know, no date nights. Well, we're having date nights. No money spent on date nights. We're doing all free date nights. Mm, we that's do, pretty good. We do an exercise because we have one of our CrossFit classes, that's and then awesome. we either take a walk or, or maybe we'll spend like ten dollars and under. But all of our food budget from date nights has gone into the the food that will go into our whole thirty, whole 30. bodies. Yeah, I did a before shot, but you know what I'm probably gonna do is put up that p- first picture on your Instagram. Don't go look at it. <laughs> oh, I just clipped it. the meter so hard right now. <laughs> And do a and do a before and after with that photo. Should I flash that real quick here? Or no, dude, you can I'm flash. Wait. You can flash it. I'll wait. You I can, don't want to kill your. What we could do is this. Game. Well, no, what I could do is I could. But then you feel like an asshole. So I do remember. Okay, here's a, let's confession time. I'm gonna do a confession because oh, I felt no. bad about this forever still. Because here I am about to do the same thing, although my reaction might not be the same. Back when we worked at Verve, <laughs> I think Ryan Ryan did. P90X for a, yeah. a month. Uh-huh. For sure. And, and he did his before and after shots. Okay. And I remember the he did awesome. I, I didn't see him. So he did awesome and he crushed it. Like he was cut and BA. But he showed me them and he was all proud. And I totally laughed in his face. <laughs> in the car. And I can tell that I could totally tell at as the time. would you would do. Yeah. Because like when somebody flashes like a shirtless photo in the bathroom where they're for sure doing a selfie in the mirror, which now I'm totally guilty of, you can't help but laugh at it because it is funny. So it's funny. But it's, I, fu- it's yeah. also like 
he was really proud of himself for getting cut from being like this one guy to this new guy. And, uh, and I, I like, I, I'm sorry, Ryan, that's me in the, in, on the internet saying, I'm sorry. Cause I've actually felt bad about that for, I think like five years, maybe now almost it's been, <laughs> I mean, you don't need to feel bad. Well, about that. I only I get where you're coming from. <laughs> I only feel bad because the laughter I could tell hurt his feelings, but it was funny because right. there was like the stance he was doing was like very GQ. It's like the guy. No, like yeah, and and was you it know. like the classic no, like bodybuilder stance? He had like no, he had like a thumb down the part of his <laughs> pants so you could see like the the cut the, line, the V cut. Yeah, you dude, could see the V cut, like that it was there, but it wasn't. So and then I don't think he meant to make a smolder, but he was doing a smolder like, face, and it was just like he's like pushing in. Yeah, head, and I like, was like, oh, you for sure want to bang? Come have sex with me? Right yeah, it was now. one of those, Everyone. and so I laughed at him but he wasn't probably trying to do that. He was trying to show the growth. That's so anyways, amazing. all that to say, here well, I am. If you want to flash, I have one from when I was two months in the CrossFit and now I'm four months in. If you want to do like a progression, you could go from there to here. And that's a pretty noticeable difference. I think I might leave it off and just leave it for you because I, I feel like you want to own that moment. What you could do is make the face out of my stomach and nips like you that almost would be funny. I'll do that. <laughs> It'll be like one of those zoom in pictures yeah, on an airplane. You can't it's like, tell. What is this? Yeah. Although now they don't know. The reason you shouldn't feel bad for laughing is because if you just whip out, I don't care how good a friend you are with someone. If you whip out a before and after picture of you shirtless staring into the mirror, in the what bathroom. the fuck do you think is going to happen? I think, yeah. People like are going to laugh no matter what. Like, can you, anybody we know, even if you're just dicey, like, right. You know what I mean? You laugh and then you're all, dude, you're you, laughing. You you're grew. Like, That's you totally got sick, cut. Dude, good yeah. job. It's fucking hilarious, but great job. Yeah. I, so that's essentially, I mean, at one of these podcasts, I, I do have my before the four, the, the, the day one for whole 30 and I'll take one at day 30, whole 30, but I don't think it's going to be terribly different. I think I'll probably just be more cut. I have some pictures of me that I never posted when I was like the most jacked ever looking like really good. Yeah. But I never put them up even though I was really proud. And I, I think it's because there's that stigma of like how you're saying like, I'm the dude that looks in the mirror now, Yeah, but it's not actually a vanity thing. You're just kind of tracking that progress yeah. and you're like, oh, cool. Like I'm making progress. That's awesome. Cause I would do that. I'd like go in like, oh, cool. Like a little more definition. And right. it's not like I'm going to fucking be a model or anything. It's just, Sometimes you cool. don't know because you're, if you're taking showers and you walk by yourself every day for 30 days, you don't notice how different you looked. Yeah. So that's really where the, the thing, I mean, and to be honest, until I looked back at that picture from the thing and the gram, I was like, holy, I was, I don't even look like that. To be fair, I don't think you ever actually looked like that. It was as bad as it could get almost. I think that was like combo like a bad time That's, like you maybe weren't as fit as you i was normally like were, but like the posture yeah. and the angle made it like the worst thing oh ever. man but it helps really helps with the before and after photo i remember with that weekend like you didn't look like that no but that wasn't like your thing i'm gonna have to flash things. it now because we're talking about it, it so much because <laughs> like my shoulders are all forward and it's like and then I'm like, dude, my chest was like reverse chest. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I have like a it was like saggy boob. It's <laughs> it's my first Instagram post ever. Yeah, you guys could just all go look back to the I, original post. It was amazing. Because he and I'm gonna put it up. It's cool. Just put it it's up. It's so dude. good. All, it's us in Santa Barbara shirtless, just having a good time. And I'm fresh off my honeymoon, less than 24 hours. Oh right, you're back from Potato Land. And I had only eaten bread, only and Irish potato. cuisine. 
that uh, Indian food was like the best, most healthy uh, cuisine I had in two, almost three weeks. And I had an ulcer and I was bloated out of my mind. Yeah. Which is probably an allergy. Because you've, you've always been pretty lean. Fairly. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've like come up and down, but it's, yeah. Well, when I moved to town and you were surfing like a then lot, I was lean. you were pretty yeah. cut. Yeah. But yeah. then <laughs> I was pretty jealous. Like, Jared's cut, dude. It's a- <laughs> Then you start lifting on the porch and it was all good. We'll lift on the porch. Yeah. I haven't done anything for a week at all. Like, well, really two weeks because I hurt my shoulder. Right. And I let it sit for a week or I couldn't do anything. And now it feels a little better, but I'm going to wait till Saturday. I haven't even done a push up. So I'm just like watching myself Have get skated? weaker and weaker. Well, I wanted to this week, but then it's been yeah, raining outside. Totally. So I've been not active and I've been going stir crazy. I do like my PT in the morning here. Mm-hmm. And I went to the gym to do like my PT rounds and stretches and like core stuff. Just but to be away. I need to do a workout like bad. Got to do your freaking box jumps. Got to do some. Can't boxes. do that yet. I know. I want to get into jump rope. It's you probably really are going to be able to go. do that soon, aren't you? Pretty You're soon. Like close. I'm doing pretty good. I need to get another appointment with my PT. It's all progression, you know. If you have back surgery, it hurts sometimes, and it lasts for a long time. And, there's uh, pain there. There's pain, and, and the then there's pain. and then there's gain, and then. Other unrelated update is, yeah, looks like we're going to be moving and this background will probably be a little bit different. Well, I might have my own little room, like a media outlet. I want to make like a background for us and everything. Just green screen. Green screen. We could be in Tibet. Yeah. (laughs) Tibet's cool. With dragons. Maybe only Harry Potter in the background. (laughs) Just flying around on a broom, chasing a snitch. He's like, so I open it and the close. Of, oh, snap. Put it on your lips. Dang. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the puts one. Puts it on his lips. Kind of weird. The resurrection stone comes out. That's right. Back up in your ass. Bring. With the resurrection. Bring. What is another update? I feel like I was about to say, and then it was the house, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's an update. I don't um, know. I, we, we sidebarred into freaking Harry Potter. Yeah. And I think we already told Looking him. at yourself in the mirror and exercising. Sam and and Nicole and I are going to the Disney Institute for Leadership Excellence. I'm excited about that. It'll also conclude the 30 days of my, um, it's on day 30 of the whole 30. So I have a paleo meal locked in there for Sam and I. Nice. Sam, I took care of you. Don't worry, bro. And then we have another all retail leadership thing at the end of February. We have a lot of stuff coming up. January's busy. Yeah. It's very busy. There's a lot You're of wholesale the city things a little in the mix. bit. Yeah. yeah. We got a couple couple pitches, a couple um, meet and greets. What's up, pitches? What's up, pitches? Pitch perfect. The final chapter. <laughs> I talked to Mike from Lamarzoko and shout out to Lamarzoko for being an amazing company. Like usual. And then I talked to Jacob, who do, I can't even pronounce the name of his espresso machine. I'm pretty sure it's Churchillagamie. And we don't know if it's going to happen, but we're looking into getting. <coughs> excuse me, we're looking into getting a five group Strata AVABR built for our new space. It's going to be on Westside Santa Cruz, and putting that thing in the works, and it'll be a three group for espresso and a two group that we use for our by the cup brewing combined into one. And it really depends on budgetary concerns if we can do it or not. But I really, really, really want to do it. That's true. The space that we're going in on the west side is going to be our biggest space. And it's also going to be the first space that has a proper bar that you can sit at. Mm -hmm. So we have bar seating at Portola. There's no bar seating downtown. But the bar seating at Portola is like on the back of the bar. Mm -hmm. So this will actually have this huge like customer-facing 
space where you can sit in, get a stool, and talk directly to the barista yeah. if you want to. And I think I love places like that because I love to sit there and I just want to see that freaking monster. Thick pull right in front of your face. You know? And it's... I love to... This is what I love about it. Yeah. I love that it could be... I'm talking about it like it's for sure. We don't know if it's for sure. It's happening. It's happening. I love that it's an amazing showpiece and it's going to look like a monster. But because of the way we do our espresso and our coffee, it's actually fully functional. Yeah, totally. Like, most people don't actually need a five-group espresso machine. Totally, yeah. You know what I mean? Gonna... Like, you go to Belmont Stumptown, and the Mistral there is amazing, but they don't really need it right. there. But the way we run the By the Cup, we actually need those. We need a three-group and a two-group either way for brewing coffee. Why not put them together? So it's like fully functional yep i can't wait scales built in and everything it's gonna be the whole, radical the whole nina maybe we'll have those puck presses in play by then you know what I'm saying? how's that thing working i love it yeah i need to i need to specifically mess with it because you know we should have we'll a play the, date yeah you and i'll play date with it i love it they want some feedback on it too and i'm like I'm, I'm really excited to use it it's fast it's you know occasionally it'll have its suction but you can also adjust like how deep it goes and this that and the other and so i think you can fix the suction issue i had it fixed for me but it didn't work for everybody else who tried it so they you know right they don't feel confident messing around with it during the middle mm. of a shift which is fair so we can just play but i believe in it so i guess the two ways you could f- fix the suction are that one is a 58.4 right puck press so we could go to a straight 58 and mm-hmm. say that like that 0.4 really isn't that big of a deal. Right. Which probably it's not. I don't know. Yeah, we could see. You have to taste, we'll be able to taste it. Like, uh, do it for like a week at both ways and see if we like the coffee more noticeably for a week. And the other way you could probably decrease suction is using a more shallow basket. That's probably true. Right. Because yeah. then, you know, if you have let's say an inch of headroom versus Mm -hmm. an eighth of an inch of headroom, you're going to have different suction of those. Right. We'll check it out. We'll 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 let you know what happens. Yeah. I love it. It's fast. I mean, the fact that you can just, it's rad for me because I mean, you have two porta filters going and they're clean. You got one going into dose, one tamped, you pull one out, you twist your Pullman thingy on it and you're doing it again. Bam. And you're all bam, 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 two at a time. I can do this dance all day. All right, so if you want to come see it when the time is right, do it. Because I'm a damn show on bar. And if you <laughs> if you ran no redistribution tool, like if you were one of those, yeah. what if you could have two Just puck presses? No, you're like, oh. say, say you're all... Double PP, dude. I'm not even opposed. You know what I mean? I do know If you did dose, tap to settle, double puck press, double in and on, and then two more porta filters, boom, boom. Call me. You could have three going and two staged in a matter of like two cycles. Yeah. And you could be like, you could have like 19,000 shots out. Then all you have is milk problems. But no, 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 not with us, dog. I mean, well, that's like the, that's the, that's the, that's, yeah, that's the stopper. Yeah. But then you can just, as that bottleneck is the word I was looking for. You have a bottleneck. Well, then really, yeah. Then what you do is as the shot puller, you start steaming. Yeah, it's all good. Then you just take over. I got fucking three porta filters here yeah. that are going. And then and let's not even packed. talk about getting really good at picture sharing, which we haven't like put a lot of time and effort into. Yeah. Which we can get really good at. They're doing I'm, it in Australia. Australia. You know who does it really good is that Dreeton guy. I don't, yeah, I don't really. The German but, dude? Yeah. Dude, that guy's a gangster. Dreeton, the solo, he's got like 10 billion followers on Instagram and YouTube. And it's a lot of billions. 
his I really like his stuff because he's got a super good attitude and he seems really fun. And I talked to him for just like five seconds in New York. Yep. But I'd always seen him pitcher share, like seriously, 10 cappuccinos off one pitcher. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. And he did the latte art live and he did the 10 cappuccinos with like a pitcher. And then they did foam check and they were all like pretty even. Sick. It, he was really good at that's it. That's what you do. Yeah. That's where I want our team to be. I mean, he he takes it to like another level to where it's maybe actually slower. Ex- yeah, yeah. Ten's exceptional, but, but yeah. Like four caps at yeah. the same in the same you picture. Can get three, I do that. three caps off one, you're you're dialed. Yeah, two lattes to go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Big boys. Yeah. Get the vortex really working. Yeah. That'll get me so psyched. If if I had everybody on our team who who was making coffee, it would do that, it would be over. And you can do some weird pass and pour stuff too. Yes. We there's got a, some things. Yeah. There's a whole nother class or theory or thing about just like keeping milk alive, you know? Right. There's a certain way to keep milk alive in a really, really clean Yeast. way that, that gives you <laughs> a lot more flexibility, which allows you to do things that some people do that I don't know if it's like the right way to do workflow, but. You remember when Victrola, I don't even know if they still do this, but they used to steam their milk first. So if you were working bar by yourself, you would like steam the milk first thing. If you're making a cappuccino and it would settle and then you'd go make espresso, do the whole thing and then give it a nice swirl and pour. And it's weird how something so simple as the swirl, it can go really well or really bad. It could suck. Yeah. Like if you have a nice rhythmic, clean, consistent swirl versus something that's even got like a little bit too much of a jostle in it, it's not going to reintegrate as well as it could right. have. I've also noticed, and I had this experience on accident the other day, but I had let, I got distracted. Somebody needed something and I had a, a almond cap ready to go. And instead of, I'm always so quick. It's like the espresso's out and the milk's done at the same time. But I set down the pitcher because I think somebody spilled something and it was like weird. So I like helped clean up real quick, 20, 30 seconds, way longer than normal. And my almond milk was actually easier to pour, which doesn't happen with normal milk. But with the almond milk, oddly, it was like really easy. And I I made... I Did it pop out easier on top? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was was just... It was... Yeah. It it didn't clump, which I was even more surprised about. It just... The foam all came to the top. Cream rises to the top. The and then I poured a latte art. Rises. And I never had a problem per se, but it was just exceptionally easy. More than anything, it was defined. Like extra dark and defined around the outside. Contrast Crisp high. contrast. Yeah. I didn't pour for a while, and then I'd been jumping in, and I did almond milk for the first time in a while. And I was like, oh, I had to do a quick adjustment real like, quick oh, on yeah. the fly. Totally. I was like going to do a rosetta, and then I backed out. I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it a tulip. Let's talk about one last thing real quick because I, I know we're doing, we're over 30 now. Wow, good for us. Here's something that I just want to touch on without going too deep. I want to, to find a way to get America to stop with the whole cliche of like a week old coffee is not worth buying. And I just want to say it right now that it's bullshit. And it like a lot of coffee doesn't even taste good until it's at least a week old off date off roast so i don't i have coffee at home currently that i am drinking by the way i ground it at work because our ek43 grinder is better than most grinders so i grind it at work and then i drink it over like a three-week period and that's ground so if you have whole bean coffee you have at least three weeks until it starts like 
beginning to lose its mojo. And I just want to say that with all confidence, in flavor, the end. And, and that's all. I just I don't want people to come into cafes and just be like, and even even stores, like when you go to Whole Foods, and I'm not even talking about my coffee, anybody's coffee, I will buy it if it's under a month old, or if it's even a month old sometimes. It's just like a pill that the industry is having to swallow that it fed itself. I know. We screwed ourselves be- by trying to act tough. Because again. in the beginning, well, it, I don't even know if it was a we intention was misplaced. Well, it's a differentiating factor. So let's say you're a small independent business. You have a roaster in the shop right the next freshest. door. Yeah. And that's one of your platforms for marketing is like, hey, our coffee is like a day old. We get our coffee roasted day of. Or like you have someone like James at Blue Bottle who is like saying, we never serve coffee that's more than 48 hours old. Right. And people can latch onto that as something that's unique and different and sets you apart from something like a Starbucks or a Pete's maybe or whatever, you know, big box chain you're going up against. But we never really realized, you know, the backlash of that, that we might actually be hurting ourselves in the long run because it doesn't make sense for us as a business to keep re-upping the shelves every 24, 48 hours with new coffee and like just saying that, oh, this stuff that's over three days old, we just have to throw it away or like right. what? Like, and it, so it doesn't make sense from a business perspective, but it doesn't make sense from a flavor perspective. I, I don't even want to touch coffee until it's five or six days old. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and I'm not, I don't even open the bag. No. It's just there. Well, I just feel like people are misclassifying what they're doing. Like they're comparing it to fresh produce when it's not. You know, it's like the idea is like, oh, well, the fresher, the better. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense with greens and meat. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, but not, it's not. It's neither of those. Yeah. And it's like aged meat's good. And, and this is It's on a bell curve. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. It's it's like a bell curve that starts and then it it peaks and the peak is bigger than people would want to admit. Yeah. People think the peak is like a day, like you got to use it on day 6 or whatever. And that's yeah. not true. The peak is longer and then it trails back off. Yeah. And there is some and point it's a slow where, trail. where it becomes unusable. This coffee right here, whoop. It's from Kopi, Costa Rica, Lolia. It's SL28, which is kind of wild. And it was roasted on the 14th of December. It is currently the 5th of January. This stuff tastes fantastic. It doesn't even taste like... it. There's not even a hint of what coffee starts to taste like when it starts to fall right. off from aging. The finish is still really wet. It's not dry. It's not astringent. It's anything but lackluster. It's very alive. The acidity is there. What the fuck? Yeah, I agree with you, dude. I know. There's I, just other things to complain about. And don't, don't hold yourself up with dates in coffee so much. Like... Just don't. It's just something that I've heard a couple people talk about, and I just don't believe in it, and I don't want people to waste their energy thinking about it too much. Uh, and I understand where it came from. It's just something, yeah. That pill to swallow is hard for me, and especially so that's all. for just say like, that, especially for batch brewed like drip coffee, right? You know, no pressure. I mean, GNB has been a, 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 a proponent. A proponent's not the word, but they've been an advocate. That's the word I was looking for. For older coffee they use coffee that's three weeks old and they reuse ground coffee all the time and by reuse i mean they don't (laughs) they uh they take the coffee that's extra from doses and leave it out all day long and reuse it in their espresso any of the competitions that i've done with my coffee it was at least two weeks old yeah mine mine was always 10 days plus except for the very maybe first one i did where i wasn't doing that great that's when i thought i was trying to get in the fresh zone right that's when i was like day six day seven and that was just still too early yeah it's not settled it's it's just not as 
It's well, it's there's acidity, but it's sharp. Yeah, it's sharp acidity. It's not accompanied by flavor. It's just generic, mm-hmm. and it's not as round. Yeah, not as round at all. And it's not as overall sweet. And it's not that the roundness and the balance detracts from the acidity. There's a point where they all melt together, and the acidity is still peaking, but it's got flavor associated with it, and you still get that roundness that you just don't get with really fresh coffee. And there's clarity. And there's clarity. And people and, can tell what you're saying. Yeah, and the same thing if you're if you're brewing too. You know, like just. Yeah, I, uh, I second the emotion. Like wine, coffee yeah. needs to open up. Oh, it opened up beautifully. It opened up beautifully. So, I mean, I just wanted to say that. That's just something that's been on my mind. I'm not going to talk about it too much more because, dude, we're hitting like a sexy 40 minutes right now, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's time for a meeting. It's time for a meeting. It's time for me to eat uh, my time second for round of food. Eating Smith. in a meeting. Did you bring it with you? Yeah, it's in the fridge. Oh, sick. Uh, I think today's some sort of weird mango Thai chili chicken salad. That's the whole 30 for you. And then I'm going to go do uh, like 150 toes to bar and 150 push-ups. And it's going to suck. It's just and your I'm average Friday. Time. Just your average Friday. And then back to the grind. Build back. some stuff. Back to the white back. Hey, I hope everyone has a great week out there. You're going to hear this on Monday. And you know what? Set yourself up for success. Yeah, dude. Monday is the first day of the rest of your life. Goodbye. <laughs>